Hello everyone and uh, welcome to episode 8 of the bushwalking, canyoning and outdoor community. Today's episode is entitled Glowworm Tunnel, The Other Way and it is brought to you by Bogan Canyoning. Why don't you have a bloody go? I'm going to keep a bit of a another local theme for where I live and talk about a walk that is uh, I'm, I'm quite fond of being the glowworm tunnel on the Newton's Plateau near Lithgow. The glowworm tunnel is a popular walk with bushwalkers, four-wheel drivers, families and anyone interested in seeing what could be considered stars in the middle of dark areas. That is glowworms. These little critters can really provide a wonderful experience. However, most people visit the Glowworm Tunnel via the Nunes Plateau. Now considered the, uh, what do we call it, the Gardens of Stone State Conservation Area. Previously called the Nunes State Forest. From there, it's a reasonably short walk. And access is straightforward when you're from Sydney and the other major towns. The two downsides, though, are the lack of views on this walk. And until recently, the potholes that was on the Glowworm Tunnel Road. Some of these holes could be considered offensive. They, they, they could swallow a small four-wheel drive. Imagine taking your Suzuki Jimny through there, or what do we call them? Suzuki Sierra. There's so many different versions of that car. Hopefully this has changed by the time you've uh, listened to this podcast. But uh, if they haven't, say your prayers before you go and hope that you don't destroy a rim or actually lose a gearbox. Anyway, to my point. Did you know that there's actually another way to visit the Glowworm Tunnel? It follows the original train line but is downhill of the tunnel instead of reaching it from above. And it can be combined with another historical path to give a full appreciation to what occurred in the early 1900s and what people endured to make oil shale mining in the Wolgan Valley a reality. The start of the walk requires a bit of a longer drive than from above the tunnel. To get there, you need to drive past Lithgow and onto the town of Lidsdale. From the side of the former Wallarawang power station, you take a ride onto Walgan Road. Following this road for 28 k's, it will bring you to the Walks car park. The walk starts with a forward crossing of the Walgan Valley. It does start off with a bit of a steep uphill after approximately 1 kilometres. It may be a decent price to pay compared to the Glowworm Tunnel Road, but the advantage is the view back down onto the Walgan Valley. You start zigzagging up a fire trail and you reach an intersection with a nice looking seat. I've sat on this seat a few times and I'll tell you what, it's not a bad place to be. Here is a great place to make a decision on which way you want to head. Taking a right will take you directly to the Glowworm Tunnel. This is part of the original rail line, but we'll talk about this later. For me, going straight ahead 
onto the old coach road is the best way to start the walk. It is worth noting that both paths have significant history behind them. So, assuming that you've recommend, you've taken my recommendation of continuing straight up the intersection on the old coach road, you get to um, you, you get the opportunity to um, you know, get the hills over and done with. It does start with a fairly steep approach, but after a period of time, with the trail cutting to the side of the hill, it does get easier. When you walk in this section, it is hard to believe that horse and cart, a motor car or other similar forms of transport used to take this path. No train would have had a hope in hell at getting up or down. On the left will be views down into the Walgan Valley through the trees. On the right, you will come across a small spring leaching out of the side of the hill and flowing across the track. Depending on your speed, it will take about 10 to 30 minutes before the track starts to level out. You soon reach gorge territory, with some beautiful sandstone walls and pagodas on the left and on the right. There are some beautiful little gullies entering off the left, and these can be worth a visit. The gorge is filled with beautiful fernery and flowers at the right time of year. I can only imagine that this would have been a magnificent sight for travellers on their way to Nunes back in the day. After 10 to 15 minutes of walking, and once again, you start reaching the zigzag up a hill. By this time, you're leaving that beautiful gorge behind. But in turn, you get to enter a beautiful dry gum forest that is so prevalent within the Nunes Plateau region. There are a few spectacular sandstone formations thrown in. Having done this walk a few times, I would admit that whilst the hill isn't particularly steep, it does feel like it goes on forever. Luckily, it really doesn't take that long, but I still whinge about it. As a side note, prior to the birth of my first kid, wifey and I decided to do this walk. As we plodded up the hill, my pregnant wife continuing to battle, she continued to battle on with gusto. But being at that 25-week pregnant period, she was justifiably slow and sweating. A group walking down the hill gave her all the encouragement in the world. It's pretty damn lovely. But the words they used were reserved for an overweight person and not a pregnant person. In the turn, it was uh, a dangerous path to head on. But anyway, at the top of the slope, you reach the pinnacle of the treep, and it's all downhill from here. There are interrupted views of nearby pagodas and all-round nice vegetation. The track goes progressively downhill at an angle which is very acceptable. Considering it was designed for horse and buggy, it's pretty easy. Soon enough, you see a sign for the pagoda track coming in from the right. If you are to travel straight ahead, you continue to follow the old coach road and the car park at the end of it. The pagoda track is probably the roughest part of the track, but it really isn't that rough. 
It slowly descends to the walking track that comes in to the Nunes Plateau side of the Glowworm Tunnel. This track is a highway in comparison. At the end of the track, take a hard right and head towards the Glowworm Tunnel. As you approach the tunnel, you better hope that you didn't forget your torch. Otherwise, you have a long walk back from where you came from. You aren't going to get through the tunnel without light. You'll crack your head open if you do. Coming out of the Glowworm Tunnel, you are introduced to the Grotto. Now, this ain't no Playboy Mansion sort of situation. Because I'll tell you what, I love names like this. In around the Blue Mountains, you can find quite a few of them. And really, the reason why they're called that is uh, because they're ferny, they're green. They have some sort of creek running through it. It's really actually no exception to that rule. Be careful where you walk around this particular area of the grotto. Because um, if you take a left from the tunnel, there is an opportunity. You just might come across uh, some tourist's um, landmine. However, continuing to the left of the tunnel, there is a opportunity to explore there's uh, some beautiful terrain up there and I'll leave that to your imagination once you get there though for the purposes of our trip we're going to continue straight ahead from the tunnel which is an area where the original train track went according to what I've read this section of track was always difficult to maintain but this doesn't actually look too surprising with the volume of water that may come down the creek in a happy downpour. This little section is one of the most beautiful, beautiful of the whole walk. Canyon-esque, the walls close in on you and you have to negotiate a few obstacles to get clear of the area and onto the easement that takes you back to the valley. Once past the obstacles, and a little creek that continues off to the left, you are hugging the mountainside. It is truly hard to believe that trains, carriages, people and goods used to use this path. Through the trees on the left, you will start to see glimpses of Donkey Mountain and the one and only Emirates Resort. By some chance, are you staying at the Emirates Resort? If you are, good on you because I can't afford it. If you want to give a shout out to me to get me a nod or two there, please get in contact. I'd love to hear from you. If not, the view is still spectacular through the, through the trees, but sadly, the view never really opens up to a clear and opportunistic opportunity. As you progress further down the track, you start to see one of the many reasons the shale oil mine and the railway became redundant. Well, outside of it never really making a profit, the landslides really took over the place, and in some sections, you will find that you actually need to skirt around them and the trees. The track will slowly take you down to the intersection in which you started the walk. Along the way, enjoy the views or over the valley and the cliff lines to your right. You may see some interesting sandstone formations. Once back at the intersection, 
it is time to walk down the hill and back to your car. By this time, I'd expect that you may be feeling a little, di- little bit disappointed after an amazing bushwalk. But then you have to remember that you need to cross the Walgan Valley again. I'm sorry, the Walgan River again. This is a good time for you to wash your dirty feet before hopping back into the car. If you still have time at the end of the walk and you have the energy, it's worth considering taking a drive further down to the old town of Nunes and completing the ruins walk. This walk provides some great history to the failed exploits of the Commonwealth Oil Shale Works. You can also see the terminus of the railway that you walked on and uh, take a real appreciation if you feel that particularly energetic to actually walk that railway section between the Glowworm Tunnel and the Nunes Township. Well, that's it for me today. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, have a great day.